Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs, hence the pseudonyms. So we'll also be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. Got my words mixed up there. I'd like to start by giving a big shout-out to all of our supporters on Patreon. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you can become a Patreon patron of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. And if you do that, you get access to almost 100 pieces of exclusive episodes, lost episodes, bonus clips, interviews with the host. There's so much audio content in there available for you. If there's over 100 episodes, I can't even tell you how much there is and how long they are. There's even some bonus parties in there. It's great. I'd also like to thank our sponsor at Ludland Dramatics. But before I thank Ludland Dramatics, I want to thank all the patrons because I jumped ahead and got to them. So here we go. Big thank you to Eccentric ESLO Lady, Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Echabex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kelsey, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Genie, Exhaustive Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scarpianita, Britt M, Therese H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina M, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Ermay, Nimi, and Sarah N. Back to where I was a minute ago. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, you should go to Ludlam Dramatics and get some of the best educational classroom resources for the theater teacher one can find. They have over 42 classroom theater posters. They have buttons. They have stamps. They just they have all of it. So if you're a theater teacher, go to Ludlam Dramatics. And if you're not a theater teacher, find a theater teacher and tell them about Ludlam Dramatics. All right, folks, it's episode 166. Woo, we've done a lot of these. We're getting close to the winter break. In fact, this is our last episode before winter break begins for us. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you're taking care of yourselves and you're not burning out. Feel free to show a movie. Now please enjoy episode number 1666. Just kidding. It's episode 166. All right. Bye, friends. Kisses. Oh, yes, wonderful. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and today I'm joined by the wonderful Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Oh, I love hearing you sing that. That just brings me so much joy. I didn't even (laughs) want to start the show. I was like, I just wanted to keep going. This is going to be great. (laughs) Next time she's going to have like the... Wait, no, that's the that's forty eight hours or Beverly Hills Cop. That's Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Axel Foley gonna find the drugs. Yeah, I got that sound <laughs> done. It's a great one. Anyway, so that's Bunny. She's here, and also Count Chocolate. Chocolate, a poor man's champagne. I have <laughs> missed you guys, and hello all. It's been a couple weeks. I'm glad you're back, and also along with her pup. Mama Chicken! Mama always said chicken is as chicken does. Welcome to the podcast, my friends. I'm so so glad you're all here. Oh, that brought joy. Holy crap. So today's Monday. This is my last Monday of the year to have to teach. And I'm so grateful because 
all the kids remembered today that it's the last Monday of the year. And maybe there was a full moon or the tides are up or like, I don't know, just bad news things happen. Because my God, my kids, the longer that they went, just got more and more just crazy. Like just things you never see anymore. They were just kind of doing like, where, where did all this come from? We don't act like this. Why are you guys doing this? And to like my after school crew, I was so just driven bonkers by them. And at the end, I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going, we're, we're cutting out a few minutes over. Let's get out of here. And I remember I got to my car and the first thing I did was roll up the windows. It was like, what the fuck as loud as I could. Cause I was like, wow, that was intense. And then I exhaled and you know what? I felt so much better. That exhale was really important. And then I drove home and I did yoga and I got to hang out with my family. But my God, I can't imagine teaching another week or going even closer because the kids are checked out. And God forbid three days from now or like the last three days going like the 21st, the 22nd, the 23rd, the 24th. That's just that's just insane. But hmm, mama chicken. <laughs> What's going on with you? When are you going back? Well, I have school for two more weeks. We get out on the 23rd. And I tell you, it's like trying to put a, keep a lid on a pot that's over boiling. And uh, you got to keep that lid on. And I told my coworker or my colleague today, I was like, yeah, you know, we got to keep the lid on this week and next week. We better duck and cover because that shit's going to blow. Yeah, it's a oh, pressure it's cooker. Crazy. Man. It's crazy. That, that's nuts. I, I can't imagine. I commend you. We'll have to check in daily to make sure you're still sane. This is like national put a movie on week or national find the YouTube videos for this week. And I was hearing about a some piece of shit, a board or school board member down in Florida who went into like a huge mom group. And was trying to stir stuff up. And she said, you know what? Let me know if your child attends any of our schools and they're watching a movie this week because our teachers need to do better or something like that. And apparently these like 5,000 moms or 15,000 moms just tore into her. Like, what the hell is your problem? It's the last week of school. Why can't they watch a movie? I mean, it's pretty much just tradition. But the fact that she thought she was to come in and like the schools are so full of crazy, corrupt, you know, CRT teachers that are just doing nothing all week. I was like, yeah, let them watch a movie. It, it's the week before Thanksgiving. No one's expecting it. Yeah, you, you got to let them go. Bunny, what have you been up to? What's this week like for you? <laughs> well, I was going to say we did actually get a message to a similar effect about uh, we are still in school and um, we are not to be showing movies. We are still to be working through the curriculum and blah, blah, blah. And meaningful instruction is to take place all the way through, you know, up till dismissal on Friday. For, For my content area, we're learning about musicals right now anyway. So yes, we're watching a movie. I've got one class that is a very, very small group through a magical glitch of scheduling, like just super small class. And um, I went and bought a pack of socks at Family Dollar today, and we're going to make sock puppets and learn about puppetry and watch Muppet Christmas Carol. That is the ideal way to spend your last few days. I support this 100%. It's still to do with my curriculum. If anybody asks about it, I can just, I can point to exactly which standards I am reinforcing, teaching, whatever. As far as the kids being absolutely crazy, I was 
I was out on Friday because I got a delightful 24-hour stomach bug. Ugh. And my children, two classes I expected it from, and one class I did not. Apparently, some of these children decided to show their ass and... For the one class that I didn't expect it from, I definitely did the, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed today. And they seemed appropriately contrite. But yeah, they definitely, they they got their crazy out on Friday when I was gone. And then mommy came home today and... Good. Someone t- sometimes you just need to do that. And also, our current counselor, what are these last weeks like for you, sir? What's going on? <laughs> one of the good things about being at a... A higher level is that is that we've got exams. So for the next four days, we have half days, which students come to school, take an exam, then there's like a 15-minute break, take another exam. Uh, then they're either on the bus or, or they can pick up lunch, um, or they're on the bus, or they're in the cars and they're gone. We have had in our suite an influx of teachers just coming in with students you know, grade reports and saying, hey, if they don't turn in this, this, that, or the other, they're not passing for the semester. And when you start playing that game, we are now looking at students that are in, you know, high school, 11th, 12th grade. Some of them for every class that they take, they need for graduation. Every one that they fail puts them like a half credit short. And so you're making contingency plans and kids are kids are kids. But some of them are really like, hey, passing all I need is a 70 to pass. Right now I have a 69 and they're not doing anything to fix it. And I feel like, you know, based on the past few years, (laughs) COVID and whatnot, they're just letting that 69 ride and almost daring a teacher to fail them. (laughs) I'm really hoping that this finals week, you know, is a big eye opener for some of our kids because they need these grades. A lot of these apathetic students that just it counts absolutely right. It's the whole COVID thing where they yet to really be held responsible or liable and they can coast by. And I think things are turning around where they're going to have to face the music pretty, pretty soon because everyone's realizing that, you know, this has got to end. But it's so crazy because like, we had a, I was working at an elementary school that went on a field trip last week, and some of these kids that are third and fourth graders were kind of freaking out because they had never, ever been on a field trip before because their whole school career, they had, you know, had been COVID. And so this was their first time, like, doing a school trip, and that was, like, I don't know, it was really heavy for some of the kids and really freaking them out. And I'm like, holy cow, these guys are almost done with elementary, and they haven't had some of these fundamental, or in my mind, fundamental, like, school experiences. And, like, kindergarten, you might go to the zoo, or first grade, you go to the zoo, or you go see a musical, or you go see, like, a band, or you go to a park or something. Or, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I can't wrap my mind around it. And so we have, like, the COVID consequences and all the things coming out of it. And some of it are these kids who have never had experiences or and some of them are, you know, some of these kids have never even had like a play date or anything. Their life's been Zoom. They love games now, but man, I'm stoned to babbling. I got to wrap this up. 
So folks, this next one is from our user voicemail. That's right. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, you can go to our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and you can leave a voicemail for us, and then we'll respond. So today we're starting with Princess Esmeralda. Here we go, guys. I hope this sounds decent. Hello. So I am a longtime listener, first-time reacher-outer, whatever you want to call it. But I just wanted to share this story and hopefully hear your thoughts on it. So I am a drama teacher, right? I had an administrator approach me about putting up a performance for this special interest topic-related event that we were going to be having, to which I responded, what is my budget? And they asked, why do you need a budget? Well, I reminded him that I needed a budget to purchase scripts. Um, I need a budget to purchase rights, to ensure that my students are costumed, etc. Like, you, you know the deal, the whole deal. So... I am talking to him about needing a budget for this event, to which he responds, well, why don't you just write something? So I say, okay, are you going to find someone to watch my classes for me? To, uh, can I get coverage so I can write this script that you want me to write? To which he responds, well, why don't you just do it in your free time? Now, <laughs> as an educator, you know that free time is very few and far in between. And on top of that, I have another job because, like most teachers, I don't make that much. He responds that I should do this in my free time, right? To which I say, I'm sorry, but I don't work for free. To which he says, but we don't do this for the money, right? Oh, fuck And that guy. my response was, um, yeah, I do this for the money because it's a job. Most people have jobs for money. I just can't stand when educators don't have professional boundaries, whether it's an administrator or a teacher, um, because I should not be a martyr for my job and I should not give 100% of my energy to my job because I have a family that I would like to dedicate some of that time and energy to. Um, so what are your thoughts? I would like to hear them if... Well, damn. Hey, Princess Esmeralda. First, uh, you probably heard me say it in the thing, but fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. No, the whole, if they pull out the, hey, we are not in it for the money. What the hell? Does he, I wonder if he honestly thought like, you know what? I don't. I'm just going to nun it up and just live here and just eat scraps from the cafeteria like, you know, like the Phantom. And that's just because I love it so much. Gee, golly. What the hell? And I've seen this kind of thing thrown at other fine arts teachers and other teachers. I remember hearing um, a principal go and just tell the art teacher, hey, I'd like you to go ahead and paint a mural in the gym for us. She's like, oh, what don't you? Oh, just come up with a couple ideas and give them to me. Okay, and the same thing. What's my budget? Oh, just use what you have in the art room. Well, when am I going to do this? Oh, just come up in your own free time. Ex excuse me. Now I have done it. I'm sure other teachers have come up in your spare time. You know, fix up your room so your living space, your working space, your second place to be. You know, looks nice, and I think that's perfectly acceptable. But my God, I'm not going to dedicate my whole 
like months of this. No, 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 no. These people don't understand how much effort goes into a lot of these things. Many thoughts. Many, many thoughts. Kill it, bunny. Get it. First of all, Princess Esmeralda, love the name. Um, second off, uh, good on you for sticking to your boundaries and having boundaries and like, mm, no, thank you. Hard pass. Like just the the audacity of telling a teacher that they should be creating a whole new thing for this special project on your free time. Well, why don't you just do it on your free time? Because that's my free time. That is when I am not on the clock and I am not being paid. You want to throw some money my way? We'll talk. It wouldn't be free time if I was doing that in my free time. You seem to not understand the concept. (laughs) Free time does not mean I will do things for free. So, yeah, that just the audacity. Um, I was thinking exactly what Elvis said about that man and the horse he rode in on. Yeah, I you have my complete support. I I don't know if I always would have had the spine to just straight up hold that boundary, but the older I get, the fewer fucks I give. So congratulations on already having a spine and sticking to that boundary and you have my support and I'm pretty sure everybody else is here too. I'm proud of you, Princess Esmeralda. Well done. Because I think in my earlier years as an educator, I would have been like, oh, it's for the kids, it's for the kids, it's for the kids. But now that I'm thinking about it, and you made, and she highlighted some some really good points of, um, I need to purchase scripts, I need to make sure we are properly costumed, there's going to be time taken out for rehearsals. Um, all these things are going to take place on her own time, and there is no additional compensation going to be given. Even, even on top of whatever other projects or productions may already be underway. Um, that is absolutely ridiculous. And takes takes a lot of balls to ask someone to do that and then not <laughs> sweeten the pot or, or like even make it a deal worthwhile. So uh, proud of you for holding your ground there. First of all, Princess Esmeralda, I would like to echo what Bunny and... Um, Count Chocolate said about you were awesome with drawing your boundaries. That's ridiculous that your principal would come up to you and ask you to do that. Like, and and then I started thinking about how, like saying, um, what it's, what is it? You, you do it for the children, right? Is that what it was? Anyway, that it's, it's kind of the equivalent of saying like, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but you know, don't take this wrong, yeah. but I'm not racist. You know, no disrespect. Yes, exactly. I, I think it's kind of the equivalent, the, I don't know, just the, the lack of acknowledgement of our professionalism sometimes is astounding. So good for you. We've said many times on this show before that that is abusive relationship toxic toxic relationship vibes like do it for the kids um endure this shitty situation for the kids like the amount of stuff that people 
outside the classroom feel like it's okay to expect us to put up yeah. with for the in the name of for the kids is I mean we've said it before on this podcast many a time but that's like toxic relationship vibes it's giving me it's giving me abuse dy- dynamics so no do not do it for the kids if that is outside of your your personal work life boundaries yeah don't gaslight me Believe that bunny you're 100 correct for more on that you can go to our episode about episode 122 a teacher's guide to false guilt and codependent school we got a billion of them <laughs> our next caller in is joe bowers let's hear from joe hello elvis shirley bunny wayne count lucille and anyone else i might have missed I'm taking the pseudonym of Joe Bowers from one of my favorite movies, uh, Idiocracy. I'm a high school teacher in Ontario, Canada. After I found the podcast, I went back to the very beginning. I've listened to every episode. Even though there are many things that are different between Texas and Canada, students and teacher problems are the same everywhere. I have a 30-minute drive home from work, so my Wednesday afternoons are spent listening to the conversation. About 10 years ago, our staff did a secret Santa where names were given out randomly. I received the old shop teacher, one of those guys who has strong opinions on almost everything, likes to share those opinions, and, and, and they tend to lean into a little bit of the conspiracy side of things. He's one of those guys that some of us may on occasion say something in front of to get a reaction, then sit back and watch him spin. Pretty entertaining. It's Christmas, so I wanted to be a little nice to him. I started Secret Santa Exchange by buying a couple of different chocolate bars and putting them in the mailbox. A day later, I, I got my first gift in my mailbox, and it was a chocolate bar. It's a little odd that I thought I, that I received the same type of chocolate bar that I'd <laughs> given my Secret Santa. A few days later, I gave him a variety of gourmet dried fruits and nuts. When I went to my mailbox the next day, there was a gift of gourmet dried fruits and nuts there waiting for me. <laughs> it didn't take much uh, effort to know that he had received my name as his secret but was regifting everything that I gave him. So with a whole month left uh, before Christmas, I started to buy a few of my favorite things and treats and to give to him, and sure enough, a few days later, I would get them right back. At the Christmas staff party, there's supposed to be one nice gift, uh, and Secret Santas would be revealed. So the week before the staff party, I, I bought a nice bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. In front of everyone, I opened my gift, and it was it was my favorite bottle of wine. Showed my <laughs> excitement and appreciation. Oh, this is a great gift, perfect gift. He received my thanks and uh, was said he was happy to uh, to do it when it came for him to open up his gift he uh, he looked a little puzzled and held it up that a boomerang he saw the card paused a little bit looked up with a stunned expression that's when i said hey you know i figured that a boomerang was a perfect gift for you since everything else i bought you came right back to me anyways merry christmas that Let's just say that story never gets old. That is fabulous. I don't know, just the the humor of it going on for a whole month and the shop teacher not ever realizing what was going on. And then like at the at the 
final gift exchange being like, oh, yeah, you know, you're welcome for that <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> that he, I don't know. I just, it, this seemed like something that you would watch on a sitcom. I don't, it just, it just played out too perfectly. Like, and then the boomerang thing, just, yeah, chef's kiss. That was pretty brilliant, dude. Like that was that was that was pretty well played. Well played. This cracked me up. Um, but I'm glad he was clever enough to realize. Well, it wasn't like he said it wasn't hard to realize what was happening. But I think it's dope to just buy something that you know you're gonna get back for yourself. So you might as well purchase something that you like. Um, but this could have easily been like a like like we had uh you would discuss Secret Santa like horror story of just like. That just goes wrong, but this actually went really well, and um, I think it's pretty cool to play along with the, the bottle of wine and like, oh, what a great gift! Like, how did you know it was my favorite? <laughs> and then you know, kind of hold it up. But it's, I used to know a really good joke about a boomerang. I can't remember it right now, but I'm sure it'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> We have a Patreon! No. Yeah, baby. Get out. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of amazing bonus content. We have almost 100 episodes in there that are exclusive and only available. Sound bites, interviews, movie reviews, all kinds of stuff that we've done there. There's a lot of lost episodes. There's the legendary first episodes. There's some of our really, really kind of blazed out parties that are interesting to listen to if you care to go in. But man, it is a great time. There's also an amazing Facebook group you can join to be part of. I highly recommend it. You should go and do it now! Yay! Yeah. All the cool yeah. turn to the yeah. dark side. Would you rather eat all your meals off Vin Diesel's head or have a demon living inside of you? Once again, would you rather eat all of your meals off Vin Diesel's head or have a demon living inside of you? My friends, I think I might already have a demon inside me. I was but. so going to say that. I feel like that occasionally. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. I kind of think there might be some stuff in there. Okay, I mean, maybe it's my you know paranoid ur- urges or whatnot, but hmm, I don't know. Vin Diesel's, you know, he's a good-looking guy, but he looks sweaty. I feel like every single movie poster or movie I see, that bald head's got beads of sweat all over it. And I don't want to eat my meals off that because my plate would be slipping onto his shoulders. He'd be mad because there's spaghetti on his shirt and he'd get pissed. And that guy could kick my ass. And I'd be like, sir, man, it's lunch. Can, can you kneel down here, please? Or I'd have to be on his shoulders. He would not. Ben would not like that. I'm going with Demon. I've settled it. You guys? <laughs> Cal, what are you doing? Uh, Vin Diesel's actually really short. <laughs> and so if he were standing, I feel like I could balance my plate on his head pretty well, and it'd be at a decent height. As much as I joke about almost having a demon inside of me present, I don't. I don't want one like full time. <laughs> so I am gonna go with the Vin Diesel uh, plate balancing act. I'm going Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's about family, man. Bunny, what about you? <laughs> um, sir, this is a good Christian home. We do not fuck with demons around here. <laughs> 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 
No, I don't. I don't play with no demons. Um, I will be eating my meals off of Mr. Diesel's head, and there is no, nothing that I can tell that says that I can't put like a tablecloth down. So, um, I'll get him. I'll get him a nice little drop cloth. Oh, nice. You know, well, I'll, I'll share some bites. You know, <laughs> one for me. One for Here you go, Groot, Mama Chicken. <laughs> Um, I am team Vin Diesel um, because projectile vomit is just (sighs) ridiculous to clean up. And so I don't think I need any demons inside of me that aren't already there. (laughs) So Vin Diesel it is. There you go. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank all of my hosts who joined me today. First off, Count Chocolate, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a chocolate blessing. Also, big thank you to Mama Chicken. Thanks. <laughs> and last but not least, Miss <laughs> Bunny O'Hare. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone out there, I hope you have a happy holiday. I hope you can find some peace and a little bit of break for yourself. Take at least a little bit of time to have some, you know, introspective and breathe and all that great shit all right my friends everyone out there uh deep breaths deep drinks cheers All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank all of my hosts who are out there. Thank you guys so much for helping me. A big thank you to all the patrons who subscribe and help us. And a big thank you to our two callers who called in. If you have something you'd like to share with us, go ahead and hit us up through teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com and click on the link, leave a voicemail for us. Also, a big thank you to our sponsors at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics to get some amazing classroom resources. All right, folks, it's almost the winter holiday. We're going to be taking a week or two off just so we can spend time with our friends and family. We'll probably release a couple little special things for the Patreon, and there will at least be one short episode between Christmas and New Year for you. Thanks, everyone. Happy holidays. Cheers.